0: from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This
1: is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 5.13 on this Friday morning. Do we sound a little different? I'd be interested. If folks on the Old National Bank Talk and text line would just drop us a line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Just curious if this sounds different. It sounds different to me. And why would that be? So is it because we're on the air. <laughs> well, that is also different. Day we are to day on the air, right? <laughs> from where we were yesterday. But that's not what you're asking. No, I think I think we sound different. Pancake, do we sound different in here? Greg, pancake, maybe
2: producer of the program. No, you're not. Do I sound different in here? No. No.
3: What well, What are you looking for? Like, we're Uh, deeper voiced? Actually,
1: Debbie's a good one. Debbie, you should be able to hear this best. You don't think we sound any different this morning?
3: Not really.
1: Well, we finally have installed in our new studios here at the Avenue the sound dampening. What do we call that?
3: Oh. Soundproofing. 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 I think
1: it sounds sounds better. Somebody clap. Yeah, there's definitely no echo. Yeah,
3: no echo. Okay, sure.
1: If you've ever been in a broadcast studio, whether TV or radio, most of them have um, this—it's some sort of fabric on the wall or something to absorb the sound before it bounces off the hard walls and you know, kind of echoes around the room. Sounds
2: like you're in a bathroom, otherwise.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what it's like when you walk into your bathroom and you sound it—you know—that sound is bouncing off the walls because you don't have upholstery in there or carpeting or things like that. So we do that in the studios to kind of dampen that echo. But since we moved to our new place here in the Avenue, we have been waiting due to supply chain issues for our soundproofing mm-hmm. materials mm-hmm. and they finally put it up in the studio so i hope it sounds a little better
2: <laughs> i think it does we need all the help
1: we can get you sound like you're in a closet <laughs> full of clothes i got one text sounds normal to me Good. well that's better than worse yeah, like, yes right. this is backwards. very true i'm just glad there's sound i just think it's funny these things are panels they're about what four feet across four by four panels yeah, and it looks like some sort of hard backing to it, and then there's some softer material, and it's covered with a fabric. Mm-hmm. And we waited months and months and months <laughs> for these due to supply. We had ordered them, but supply chain issues and whatnot, we couldn't so get So you're them. suggesting we could have made these ourselves? I think Brandon could have made them in his basement. Yeah, you look Brandon like Brian. a handy guy, Brandon. <laughs> do you think so? Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean? don't know. That.
3: Well, here's the thing. I do not have those in the newsroom. Do I sound different than the studio guys?
1: No, <laughs> I <guess laughs> nope, not. no, okay. Well, I think it was worth it, but I think Brandon could have done it in his basement. Probably A Little plywood, a little at uh, batting. I'll we'll like be Jo-Ann talking to Joanne Fabrics. I could have saved you a lot of money. I'll be talking yeah, to maybe. Brandon
3: later. I do need some of that treatment in some in my studio right. at home. Vinny, so.
1: volunteering me for things <laughs> right here. We'll here we go. you go. <laughs> I, you, you look like a handy person. Welcome to the show. Five fifteen <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber
0: Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. A Brewers hurler makes his debut. Yelich stays hot atop the order, and technology is helping pitchers and catchers communicate. WTMJ's Greg Matzik has the latest on the Brewers from Arizona.
4: Corbin
5: Burns makes his first start of the Cactus League in a 7-4 loss to the Rangers Thursday afternoon. Burns struck out two and allowed one hit and two earned runs over two and a third innings. Also, experimenting with calling his own pitches using the Pitchcom device. It's more of a just to eliminate getting backed up against the pitch clock. The, the difficulty is when you shake a couple times with no one on base. Um, you know, my, my sim game, we ran into it. 3-2 count. You know, shook once, shook twice, shook three times, you know, we're, we're going to get balled. So um, instead of shaking, you can go to that. The Brewers pounded out 13 hits on the day. Christian Yellich with a leadoff home run to left field. The Brewers travel 20 minutes southwest of Maryvale today to Goodyear to face the Cleveland Guardians this afternoon. Freddie Peralta is scheduled to start on Saturday with Brandon Woodruff taking the ball on Sunday. With the Brewers in Arizona, I'm Greg Manson. Our next spring training broadcast is
0: scheduled for this Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. In college hoops, March is here and so is the madness as the UWM Panthers, who just completely dominated from start to finish in the quarterfinals at the Clotchy Center Thursday night, taking care of Wright State by a final score of 87-70. to 70. The Panthers were led by guard B.J. Freeman, who dropped a game-high 29 points, including this bucket.
5: Browning ahead to Thomas, left wing. Freeman, transition three is pure. Big shot, BJ.
0: Scott Warris on the call over on 1017 The Truth. It was the biggest crowd of the season on hand to watch the Panthers yesterday. And after the game, freshman Elijah Jamison spoke on the environment and energy they provided over at the Colacchi Center.
6: It was amazing, um, just being able to see all the students yeah. and then some just familiar faces around around campus here, and you know it, it really uplifted everybody. And when we came out in one month and we seen all these people, I feel like it made us want to go, made us want to go twenty times even harder. So, <laughs> and I feel like it showed with our play; everybody was turned up, the energy was really good. So I feel like the, the fans did they thing today for sure. No more games at the Colacchi Center,
0: but next up for the Panthers is a semifinal showdown with Cleveland State. Monday at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis. Tip-off is set for 830. Coming up, a local
1: kid living the dream with the Brewers in spring training. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. 23, you know, any young kid who dreams of making the big leagues also dreams of playing for his favorite team. Doesn't usually work out that way, honestly, in sports. Guys like Wisconsin's own Mark Tauscher, who was both a Badger and a Packer, they're a rarity. Our Greg Matzik in Arizona for Brewers Spring Training. And if you need a hometown kid to root for in the Brewers
5: Clubhouse, Greg introduces us to him the brewers clubhouse is a collection of players from all different walks of life players hail from mexico the dominican republic california and ozaki county
6: I, I grew up in Fridonia, just a real small, small little town and then I um, always played little league and stuff like that i always did well and you know wanted to wanted to
5: do more i guess meet owen miller a proud wisconsin native whose love for baseball grew while watching the brewers of 2008 and 2011. 2011
6: i think was probably my favorite year um you know i think that was i mean because i was think a freshman in high school at the time, so you know, it was like, the, you know, that's like prime, you know, watching watching baseball and being a Brewers fan, so yeah, I used to get so excited for spring training every year, and, and you know, see the new you know new, the new team and stuff like that, and you know, I just, I loved going to games when I was little. My grandparents would take me to games, so um, yeah, I was I grew up a big fan.
5: Miller is a versatile infielder. No surprise that his favorite player growing up was Ricky Weeks. It's cool,
6: man. The first day when I saw him here, I was like, Ricky, man, I'm like, I used to watch you just pump balls out of Miller Park, So I'm like, it's it's awesome that we get to work together now. So he had the craziest batting practice I think I've ever seen out of a player. It was ridiculous. So strong. I mean we I was talking to him, just I was like, man, I'm like, I remember, you know, your your batting stance and how you you, know, what you could do with your you know your hands and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, I would love watching you play second base too. And um, yeah, man, it's just you know it's it's cool just seeing those guys and seeing faces and and talking to guys like that, seeing Robin Young, seeing Euchre around here and stuff like that. So it's all just you know a dream come true and um, you know it's pretty special.
5: Drafted by the Padres in the third round of the 2018 draft, Miller is part of a growing number of Wisconsin products realizing big league dreams.
6: You know, I think when I was 12, my dad took me to a tryout down in Waukesha, and I tr- played for a team called the Wisconsin Rockhounds, and we traveled all over the country and stuff like that. At 12, 13, 14, and I loved it, I had a blast. Uh, I remember going to Cooperstown when I was 12 and played in a tournament there, and ever since then, uh, you know, I just kind of fell in love with the game, and I was like, man, I was like, I think I could, you know, want to want to play in college and stuff like that. It is pretty special, and it's good to see a lot of other guys from Wisconsin doing the same thing and, and working hard in the off-seasons and stuff like that and kind of having that goal of like,
5: hey, I could play in the big leagues someday. Why not me, you know? Um, so it's pretty special. And what would make things even sweeter? The idea of, uh, of Bob Buecher calling a, you know, an Owen... <laughs> Miller oh, home run, right? Has that crossed your mind yet? <laughs> it, it actually hasn't. Wow, that, that would be pretty special,
6: though. My my grandma, she she was uh, she passed away two years ago, but she was the biggest. You know, she uh, every time I went over to their house, she'd always have Bob Uecker on, on the radio. So uh, I think she would be smiling up in heaven if, if she heard that one
5: with the Brewers in Arizona. Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. So Miller played his first two big league seasons in Cleveland
1: before joining the Brewers this off season. I mean. Sure, you're glad to to make the bigs, right? And no guy regrets that or has prob You know, like, okay, I just make the bigs. You make but, the show, you make the show. That sucks. But, man, don't you want to play for your hometown It'd be team, pretty the cool. The team
2: you loved, right?
1: It would be pretty cool. So that kid's living the dream. Love it. Auto Show is underway at the Wisconsin Center through the weekend. Wisconsin's afternoon news, as you heard once again today, broadcasting live from the Auto Show beginning at 3 p.m. So if you go on out, stop down, say hello to John Mercure, Sandy Max, Debbie, you'll be back there again tonight.
3: Oh, yeah. Good times over there. It's going to be a hoot. Yes. I love walking through those areas, and and it actually is a really good way to shop without having, like, salespeople j- breathing down your neck.
1: Boy, exactly the point I want to make here. You know, some folks go to the auto show every year because they just like cars, and there's plenty to do and see, and if that's you, that's fine. But I can say it's super useful if you are in the near future in the market for a car. I talked with president of the Automobile Dealers Association of Metro Milwaukee, Jim Token, about that.
4: It's an opportunity to start your buying uh, uh, process Uh And the first process being just information gathering, where you can see the cars, look at the cars, get in the cars. Some models you could you can actually test drive uh, and see if you fit. And there is absolutely no pressure at all because those working the show can't sell you a car. Well,
1: and then Uh, everybody's there, too. And instead of driving from lot to lot, now you're right there and you can you can have an opportunity to see and talk with everybody.
4: Exactly. So if it's a a typical buyer and they're looking to buy a car, we'll say between one month and eight months down the road, they probably already have done some uh, uh, research online, narrowed their choices down to say, we'll say three different brands. And as you stated, they can go from one brand to the next. And again, sit sit in them, uh, see if they fit, see if their kids fit, uh, get a general idea of pricing features, safety features, features they may or may not want.
1: You know, Deb, we did that when we were shopping for a minivan many years ago, which I would suggest most people don't want to do. (laughs) Oh, it's time to get the minivan. But, you know, like we really didn't know what we all needed until we got into all those different vehicles. And this is how the seats go up and down. You could do all that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and and you get a good feel for like what is my sight line? How how is it? You know, when I turn around, take a look in the back. Even though we ever all the cam all of them have cameras, right. but still, it's like one of those things where you can like really see it. Where you can't even if you go to the website and they have those little like. Nah. little virtual tours you, you can't it's not the same
1: got to get in the car we brought the kids to let them crawl around in there it's a great idea you don't realize how awesome a minivan is until you no longer have the <laughs> right. minivan and that's where i'm at we definitely miss it some days well at some point right you reach middle age and you're like i'm middle age i'm married i got three kids Wh- who am i trying to impress anymore <laughs> right just i just want to save my back <laughs> Ladies. And this will do it. (laughs) You think of this Honda Odyssey, huh? Today, tomorrow, and Sunday, the Milwaukee Auto Show at the Wisconsin Center.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers were back in action in the Cactus League play against the Texas Rangers on Thursday while Christian Yelich got them going early on this first pitch, bomb.
4: Dunning deals. This one hit to left, deep, warning track. Get up on the wall and all oh, gone for Yelich, and the Brewers have the lead on the opening pitch in the bottom half of inning number one. Christian Yelich goes the yard, and the Brewers are on top.
0: You know it's getting closer to spring and warmer weather when you hear Bob Eucher call a home Calling run. Calling home runs. Yeah, we're get, we're getting there. The one
1: pitch, dude.
0: Yeah. That he's looking good. MVP. <laughs> MVP. The Brewers would get the lead to begin the game, as you just heard, but they would not hold it. Corbin Burns would make his first start of the spring, striking out to allowing one hit and two earned runs over two and a third inning. The Brewers as a team would pour in 13 total hits, but it would still not be enough as they dropped to the Texas Rangers by a final of seven to four after the game. Former Cy Young winner Corbin Burns on how it felt to get some live innings.
6: Early
5: on didn't feel great, um, you know, early in camp. Um, so that was kind of why today we just, hey, let's just go out there. Doesn't matter what happens. Let's just, you just get comfortable being on the mound again, um, get comfortable throwing everything again. Um, so that was kind of the goal today. And, and now we can kind of work on some stuff from here.
0: Next up for the crew is a Saturday afternoon game against the Cleveland Guardians. First pitch is at 205. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ. Back to the hardwood, it was senior night in Madison as the Wisconsin Badgers still remain on the NCAA tournament bubble and needed a big win, but they fall short of the Purdue Boilmakers by a final of 63-61.
4: Fires over on the three!
0: Klesmet would nail that three. He would do all he could, leading the Badgers with 19 points while Chucky Hepburn added 13. Head coach Greg Gard addressed the media following the game on the pain of losing for his team.
6: It should hurt. It should sting. They they know that they played, did a lot of good things, and you know just were right there. Obviously, they you know the senior night, all that. Uh, you want to play well in your last regular season home game, playing obviously a really good team. So yeah, I mean they're they're competitive. They they want to win. I, I can't ask for any more in terms of what they're doing, the effort they're putting in. As we've known all year, our margin for error is minimal. We've got to continue to help them find ways to get over the top.
0: With the loss, the Badgers fall to 16-13 and 13 on the season. Next up for them is a regular season finale as they travel out to face Minnesota on Sunday. Tip-off is set for 6.30. And finally, in some Bucks roster news, ESPN is reporting the team has emerged as frontrunners to sign guard Gordon Drogic off the buyout market. Drogic, who last played for the Chicago Bulls, is scheduled to visit Milwaukee today. And the team has also re-signed forward Myers Leonard to a second 10-day contract. The Bucks are back in action Saturday. You can catch full coverage of that game. That's when Philadelphia the 76ers come to town. Uh, catch our coverage right here on WTMJ, beginning at 7 p.m.
1: Coming up, we'll see what Greg Hill, has, uh, Greg Hill is cooking up in the Pancake Breakfast Special. <music> Greg Pancake Kill is the producer of Wisconsin's morning news. Folks always ask, how'd you get the nickname Pancake? Used to serve up pancakes at the Pancake House on the South Side. Hence the name. Every week. Got a lot of ideas for the show. Some of them don't quite make it into the rundown, so we assigned Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers here on this Friday morning, is the Pancake Breakfast Special.
3: What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second
4: breakfast?
2: Don't think, just answer. On a scale of 1 to 10, how prepared are you to handle a zombie apocalypse?
3: Two. Four? I'm going to say about ten. a five or a six. Oh, definitely, Brandon. Don't
2: ask any questions. Definitely.
3: Yeah. You, you and don't you, don't I'm going to know. his house. I honestly thought you
2: were going to say eight, but I'm so happy you just came with a 10. In recent years, there's been an uptick in Google searches relating to zombie apocalypses or apocalypsi. Nationwide between March 2019 and March 2021, 41,594% increase in searches for CDC zombie apocalypse, a 2,082% increase in searches for preparing for a zombie apocalypse, and a 1,025% increase in searches for when will zombie apocalypse happen. I googled that one, still no answer.
1: Oh no, it, there's no definitive answer. No, none yet.
2: Haven't <laughs> said. So as far as states being ranked for the most prepared, Wisconsin sucks at being prepared for handling a zombie apocalypse ranked 33. Just tough, not good. What what, what, what how Montana. Do, how do they is determine Google searches, um, population, density of or, like area are lo- allowed. Maybe okay. like, okay. Wisconsin closely. just doesn't
1: need any help. You yeah. need Google to have it. I, listen, I'm punches ready on. <laughs> to go. So That's a good
3: point. Debbie, you guessed which state for being most prepared. I was going to say either Montana or Michigan.
2: Any other guesses? Texas. <laughs> Wyoming. Wyoming nailed it. Wow.
3: There you Wyoming's go. the bing, first bing, one bing.
2: for that very reason. For it not a lot of population, a lot of space to work with. Least prepared. Any guesses? New York. I was gonna say Rhode Island. Oh, I know California? California nailed it. That's why he's a
3: Washington DC. That's why
2: he's a 10. I <laughs> he's a 10. Now, when I was reading through these explanation of California, this popped up. The Golden State ranks last and least prepared state to face a zombie apocalypse, especially for those living near heavily populated cities like Los Angeles or San Francisco. Perhaps now is the time to prepare. That's how the paragraph read. And the time to prepare was a hyperlink. So, of course, I clicked it. And it brought you to a list of viable life insurance options for one to purchase from. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Somebody's making a buck on <laughs> Seriously, this. Seriously, honestly, well done. What website am I on? So I look. I'm on this website called insureranks.com backslash zombie-apocalypse-readiness. <laughs> this readiness. is an ad. I got I got duped for an ad. They're duping us Wisconsinites. They think we can't be prepared for a zombie apocalypse ranking Wyoming number one. Do you know what they even have in Wyoming, you guys? Yeah,
3: mountains. Yeah, that- Everybody knows zombies can't climb mountains. Well, they
2: also have bears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on, baby It is on, yeah, especially in Wyoming And I take major exception to Wisconsin's ranking Do they not know our roster? Again, we have a bear guy, Wayne Pankratz the bears are who we thought they were And of course our guy, and the first guy I'm calling in any situation I'm sure we all know, it's the legend, Sean Wendt
4: So I got on the phone and I called Sean Wendt <laughs> And I said, Sean, I need some help
2: Yeah, especially in a zombie apocalypse <laughs> absolutely the same study says that 53% of Americans say they know how to kill a zombie, which is incredible, because how? Well, there are a lot of video games. Sure, but you're going to prove it? <laughs> 53% of Americans. Yeah, no doubt. Zombie. Er, Brandon, you know how to kill a zombie? I've watched The Walking Dead. Right. It's brains. Let's say again, the, right in the head. Shaun of the Dead. Here's the best one. of Americans say they know how to kill a zombie. On average, Americans also said they were capable of killing 39 zombies in one day, which is a measure of American hubris than anything else. (laughs) So honestly, I apologize that our preparedness in what seems like a pending zombie apocalypse is lacking. Maybe it's because we haven't Googled it enough, as you said, Eric. Maybe we just don't believe in it. Maybe we don't have to see it, seeing our roster of players. Bullseye! Here in Wisconsin, we won't be caught roaming without a brain, at least. Not yet. Now with Brandon Snide on our team.
3: Woo. I bet you I know why the, the Google search has gone up in that period of time. Can you say pandemic? Oh, yeah. It's
1: definitely COVID-related, for sure. <laughs> What's that got to do with zombies, though? Because that's how
3: continued. zombies zombie apocalypses start.
2: An illness.
1: It's an sickness, illness. A virus it
3: makes people sick and go nut gaga and goo goo, and they all go brains. Yeah,
2: hence the thirty nine zombie a day average. Yeah, of killing. For, so we, everybody
3: know. knows how to kill zombies. You just slap on a little bit of, of Queen, just like in Shaun of the Dead, and just start hacking at them with a baseball bat.
2: Well,
1: and if that's not good enough for you, then get that insurance. Greg there can you help up. you with that. Yeah, I
2: can. I got a website.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Pancake.